You are listening to the South Tacoma Assembly of God Sunday Morning Service Podcast. We pray that the Word of God in this message will cause you to grow and that you will be strengthened as you walk out the unique purpose that God has placed inside of you. What a mighty God we serve. Good morning, South Tacoma. I tell you, we are in a season of blessings, and I am here this morning to say that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask to think according to the power that worketh within you. I love that God has kept us on his mind. And most of all, he has kept us in his heart. And I tell you what, the heart of God is something to behold. And as we take time to pray this morning, I want you to be I want to remind you that God knows and sees everything that you're going through. And God is there to be that provider, that Jehovah Jireh. And I want you to know that through that God, oh, he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Let's take time to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come and we say we love you, Lord. We give you, oh, thanks for all that you've accomplished in our life. The things that you continue to do as a result of God, your purpose in our lives. I thank you, Lord, for just moving by your spirit. Lord, I thank you right now that we have ears to hear. Oh, we have ears to listen and understand. And I'm, oh, Lord, I'm asking you, Lord, as we take time to to become a part of the word this morning. Lord, help us, God. Help us see all that is being uh, articulated. Lord, I pray right now that the things that we have oh, oh, to do today, Lord, let it be that we bring glory to your name. Lord, we love you. We say thank you, Lord. I ask that you would forgive me of my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Lord, provide me with clean hands and a pure heart as I sit before your people and before you, Lord, on this day. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve, South Tacoma. And I tell you, I'm looking forward to what God is doing. And the scripture continues to tell us that anyone have ears to hear <laughs> should listen and understand. Should listen and understand. And when you talk about listening and understanding, we've been talking in the last few weeks about how we should we should really pay attention when we hear something because we need to listen for what it really means. And I tell you, there's something about knowing what it, uh, knowing and understanding what is being said. But this morning, I just want to bring understanding that we are 13 days from Christmas and less than three weeks from the new year. And I believe that this is a time, this is a time that we should look at what God is doing and how we should remember the year and how we should, w- we should go into this new year. But I'm telling you right now, we have to know that there's things that God wants us to see even during this time that really helps us. You see, I take time and I, I believe that be- as long as I can remember before uh, Thanksgiving, I take a time and, and I, it's a time of reflection for me. It's a time to uh, really uh, look at and reflect on everything that I've traversed through throughout the years. Because I want to make sure I give thanks to God, not only during that time, but it's just that time that really makes for an uh, 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 effort in doing better so that I'll oh, do that which God has called and commanded me to be. Uh, and I'm, I'm telling you, 
I pray the same thing for you. I pray that there's things that when you reflect on you, you not only look look at what is happening, but you look forward to uh, the time of preparation for what going forward. And I tell you, this year has been uh, 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 an awesome year. And at the same time, it's been a, a challenging year. And it's been something that you and I should to take time to look at because um, I always look at the things that are happening and I try to see whether that's something that 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 is from God or is from the enemy and I try to really listen for what my part in bringing change if it's a negative and if it's a positive how to maintain it and I'm telling you this morning as we look into the word this morning I want to really bring understanding to how you and I should take time. I mean, on Wednesday, what an awesome message that uh, um, Arlene um, provided for us with uh, uh, repair and preparation. And I'm telling you right now, there's something about being prepared for what God is uh, about to do. And I know I've always said God is a God of preparation. So when you're looking for God and what he's doing, you got to make sure you put yourself in a position you need to put yourself in a place where you are going to hear correctly what the word of God is saying to you. And I'm telling you right now, when the word of God correctly is 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 articulated or received, it is I mean, it's a force to be reckoned with. You see, for me, two weeks before the year is out and two weeks before the year is out is in between that time of 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 of, of bringing understanding to what Christmas really represents. And two weeks before, for me, about two weeks, two or, or last week, I began to fast and I began to pray and I began to really look into the season that God has provided for me. And again, I began to look into the season that God has provided for me. You see, I've learned a long time ago that a new year, let me say this, a new year <coughs> don't change the season listen to me a new year doesn't change the season in other words we always talk about going into a new year and what we're going to do going into a new year and how we're going to bring change to listen a new year doesn't change the season if you god has put you in a season then you have to understand what changes the season is time obedience and fulfillment those three things are what's going to bring bring a, 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 a change to the season. Therefore, you shouldn't be looking for how things are going to change because there's a new year. You should look at what the seasons provided. And as you go into what a lot of people changes are, because many people change with the new year. They don't they're not concerned about the season. They're just changing with the new new year and when you change with the new year watch this you begin to 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 have conflict adventure you begin to fight the season that you're already in because you are trying to change something that only time obedience and fulfillment can bring listen i believe too that um that era is a part of 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 that change or that season that could possibly be, uh, oh my goodness, something that you and I recognize for what oh, God is doing and not for what we are trying to do as a result of looking around and reflecting on what the year has provided. See, when we talk about the e, e, uh, ERA, we talk about the e environment realm, and we talk about atmosphere. Listen, d d like never before, when we talk about 
about Christmas. I believe Christmas is uh, strategic. I believe there's a strategy for Christmas. I believe there's there's something something beautiful uh, uh, in Christmas that we can use. I, I, I'm telling you right now. The reason being is because Christmas has been established for a season of giving and receiving. And when we talk about giving and receiving, if we couple that with the focus of Jesus' birth, how much more we look at Jesus and yes, he's the reason for the season. But how many people understand he's the season? Oh, oh, he's the reason for the season. But they're looking at reasoning how they're going to perfect a tradition or they're trying to perfect something that they have created and not something that they've allowed. Oh, my goodness. And think about this. The tradition of man has says says Christmas. Okay. Okay, is a time where Santa Claus uh, uh, sits in the mall and uh, children go and sit up on his lap and asking, oh my goodness, for, for different gifts and whatnot. And, and, and there's a time of, of looking at how much uh, we're going to receive as a result of being good. Let me say this. Don't allow the attrition of man to take away the salvation of Jesus during these times and season. Now, I want us to focus on something this morning, and I'm going want to really, really put it, put it to you uh, in this regard. If we think about the season that we're in now, and I'm saying the season we're in now, or the season that has been provided for you through man, we have to look at the season uh, without Jesus is <laughs> not a season. <laughs> That's why we, 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 we are struggling with what the reason is for the season because it has been commercialized. But I'm telling you, we have to know because of Jesus, we had this season. But without the birth of Jesus, there would be no reason for this season. It would be no more than another day being spent, okay, in life. But when we talk about about the 25th of December, we have to look at everything that comes in and around it, and we have to look at it that is there's 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 a season that has been provided through through the tradition of man that you and I as believers can capitalize on because when we think about Jesus as being a gift, as being what we talk about in in John 3:16, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. He gave his only begotten son, but he had to be birthed before he was given. And because of the birth, we have to look at the scripture talked about he being our salvation. And because he's our salvation, you think of, 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 of the greatest gift that we can have or the greatest gift that we can be provided through this season is the gift of salvation. Now, when we talk of salvation, we're talking about redemption. We talk about recovery. We're talking about rescue, those are And we also talk about deliverance. And we, we look at that. Those are the greatest gifts that we could ever receive during this season. Or what we have in terms of what we, our life has to offer. My goodness, when you look at how much is being spent 
in time for looking at gifts and looking at those things that we feel is going to be uh, uh, very valuable to the re recipient. How much more can we look and spend time oh, in a time of prayer and, and looking for opportunities to provide those that have not received Christ or have not the understanding of what true oh, true celebration of Christ is. You see, when we talk about the birth of Christ, we have to talk about it as in a means for a door opening up for new beginnings. Just like the birth of Christ became salvation opportunity, the new birth, oh, the new birth that men and women can receive as a result of salvation is something that we should value. It's something that we should uh, take, in, take in, not in stride, but take in, in as a celebration because his birth is a celebration. I said his birth is a celebration because he is the savior of the world. Not just, I mean, I say he is the savior of the world. And when we look at him being the savior of the world, we have to look at that, that, that salvation is there to bring a rescue in this season, to bring a, 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 a deliverance in this season, but most of all, the redemption power of Christ. You see, we provide gifts for each other. And I think that's a good thing. Don't uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's a good thing monetarily. But there's no gift that compares to the gift of salvation. And I, 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 I think just, just bringing understanding to what that is, is we have to recognize that Jesus is the, is, is the WTL. Remember the WTL. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And when we look at how that, actually measure up we have to look at it from the standpoint of that is the season that we're in that's the season where we should be trying to provide all those that have lost sight of that have, have i mean come on when we we think about celebrating christ or celebrating christmas we are talking about what value what value <laughs> christ represents in this season but how much more are we talking about the value of the gift I don't know about you. Sometimes we don't look at the things that we should look at oh, oh, in the right manner because we've been 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 been, been uh, uh, hoodwinked into believing uh, uh, how much value we on a gift monetarily really determines whether the relationship is a success or a failure. But how much more if we look at at the gift of Jesus, the relationship that we have that, I mean, this, 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 this child that was born, now we relate to it, and I'm going to talk more about that later, but I'm going to put it in perspective according to how sometimes we have lost sight because there's no relationship. There's, I mean, <laughs> amen. Let's, let, let's, let's look at some things, and I just want to put, 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 put it in this respect. It's not about us this season as much as is it about those that have lost value of what this season represents and what it can produce as a new beginning and i'm telling you when we look at the things that god is doing and what he he, he i mean he promised you gotta know that there's things that that you and i are going to see for what they really are and what they are worth as a result of knowing the value and I tell you, today, I really want to focus on the priceless value of knowing Christ in this season. The value that we put on different things has to be shifted if it's not 
on Christ and the fullness of what he has accomplished during this time. I, I, I mean, I, I, I love Christmas time. I love gift giving. I love to, to open up gifts. And I, I mean, come on, Jesus was a, 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 a gift wrapped. And he was wrapped in swaddling clothes and he, he laid in a manger for you and I. And I'm telling you right now, there's something about recognizing what that actually represents in our lives on an ongoing basis not just now but i mean <laughs> there's life after christmas and how you perceive it makes all the difference in how you receive christ and knowing and understanding what that means going forward and i'm telling you one of the one of the, the verses uh, uh scriptures and i'm going to talk about it uh, uh in, in 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 depth today i want us want, want, want you to know that paul I mean, Paul, I, I, I understand now why, why Jesus, Jesus had Paul write as much as the scriptures he had. Because remember, Paul had something that, 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 that he thought was good. He thought was a, 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 a gift from God. He was going to take those saints out. He was going to put, put them in chains and bonds. And when no, it wasn't, he did. And he did it to, 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 to a degree that Christ said enough. And when he met him on Damascus, he changed the whole situation. Paul was actually given, given something that you and I now are partakers of because we have given our life to Christ. And I want to look at some of the writings of Paul. And I want to just go right now to Philippians 3. And here, Philippians 3, we need to recognize here, he's, he's, he's Paul, because I need you to help me with this as well because i want to take this and i want to put it in perspective or, or draw it into something that i believe will help you i want to really parallel this to to our season or to the reason of the season because we need to recognize that that what time it is and what's happening in our time remember we're in the middle of a pandemic and watch this it, it's, it's amazing because it's been pushed and on Friday, they approve, approve uh, Pfizer uh, vaccination. I mean, it's almost like the world is looking at that as a gift for this season. It's a gift. It's something that we, 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 we can look forward to. But I'm telling you right now, we need to look at where Christ is in the midst of this gift of this vaccine. We need to look at where Christ is and how he uh, uh, oh, looks at all these things. Because let me tell you something, this coming year is going to be more challenging, I believe, than, the, than 2020. I think 2021 is going to be even more challenging because we are going to have to make decisions. We're going to have to do things that, that we may have never done before. Oh, I'm telling you. And you have to look at what that actually means now. Because when we talk about preparing for something that is, 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 has become a reality, we have to understand that preparation is a time of listening. It's a time of, uh, of things that you have heard now. You're listening for what that means, and you have to make a decision eventually. Oh, yes, you have to make a, division, a decision eventually. And let me tell you something. Your decision-making process should filter through the hands of Jesus. Wow. Let's go to Philippians 3. And, and Paul here is really, because I'm going to put some things in perspective and help you with understanding how much you and I must recognize that God, <laughs> he knows, he sees, but most of all, he's a provider. 
for what he knows and sees. And he creates within us those environments through the realm that, it, that we have, have so embraced, that, that deity of Christ, that, that, that recognition of how he has, 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 has come, that you and I might have life and life more abundantly. Look at verse 1. It says, what happens? Now, look at, look at verse 1 in itself. It says, what happens, my dear bro- uh, brother and sister? Rejoice in the Lord. My doesn't <laughs> matter what happens rejoice in the lord <laughs> paul says i never get tired of telling you these things and i do it to safeguard your faith and he's putting things together uh, for you and i to bring understanding that he's constantly trying to encourage us he's constantly trying to place things and that's what the word of god is about it's about encouraging. It's about recognizing that the season and the times are, are, are going to be uh, sometimes a challenge. But if you recognize, regardless of what happens, rejoicing the Lord, you're going to be all right. He says, he says, and then and, and, and Paul began to really put emphasis on on the season and the time because watch this. He says, watch out for those dogs. Those people who do evil, those uh, uh, mutilators who say you must be circumcised to be saved. In other words, he's talking about the false, false uh, teaching at that time. And he was talking about bringing understanding to that not only are they being a distraction, but they're trying to remove the real reason for what needs to happen at this time. In this juncture, I mean, come on. He, he was saying, listen, there's people out there that are trying to take away the laws of Christ and put in the laws of man so that that distraction will keep you off track and out of alignment to what blessings oh he wants to provide for you how much more when we talk about Santa Claus we talk about all those things that that throws us off those things that that takes us really away I mean it's a, it's a it's a it's amazing what we value on in relationships and how we buy relationships instead of allowing a relationship with Christ to, that's interwoven in any given relationship that we allow Him to be. Oh, it makes for a beautiful a beautiful relationship. Look at verse three. It says, "We who worship by the Spirit of God are the ones who are truly circumcised." Uh, in other words, you don't have to be that the circumcision of the flesh. It's the circumcision of the heart. And it's those who had to worship God. In other words, it says we rely on what Christ Jesus has done for us. We put no confidence in the human uh, effort. Because why? When we do, we always um, get let down. We always fail. I mean, think about it. Uh, there's things that we're looking at God to do and sometimes we're looking at man to provide it when I believe we look to Jesus and Jesus will allow man's hands to bring fulfillment of what he has created as favor to the wisdom (laughs) to the word of God to what God has provided as an understanding of what we need to see so that we won't lose sight of who's doing it yeah Look at verse four. Though I could have confidence in my own own efforts, if anyone could. In other words, Paul says, "Let me let me give you my resume. Let me show you that there's things I'm, I want to encourage you to. I'm, I want to encourage you, but I want you to understand why I'm encouraging you because of what it represents for the the whole. I mean, the, Amen. 
In other words, there's things that he is saying here. He said, I want you to really re rejoice regardless of what's happening for you. But I want you to recognize that there's folks that are trying to distract you. But I want you to know you can be a, become a distraction to yourself. Yeah. In other words, you, you look, look at me. Look at me. No, he's saying, look, if anybody has something to boast about, I do. Look at, look at, look at it. He says, indeed, if others have reason to f for confidence in their own efforts, I have even more. Now, he's getting ready to talk about his accomplishment because Paul here is putting emphasis on his growth or how he has grown away from him and into the things of Christ because he allowed Christ to <laughs> and his redemptive power to redeem him or to bring him out of what he was going into and being successful with. And, I mean, come on, folks were lo really literally losing their life because of his ambition, because of his, 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 his ideology and his methodology concerning what he was going to accomplish. And he was going to the, to the high priest to get that accomplished. And I'm telling you right now, there's things that you and I look at through the tradition of man, and we try to do better each year with it. How much more should we look at how we're going to better our lives according to the things God? And watch this. What we give to war should be uh, from a charitable heart and a charitable contribution in, uh, concerning the loss more so than those that are, <laughs> are saved. I, I tell you, I, I look at that. I, I think about the focus that we have with some of the things that are looked at as 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 something we know we can and we have done. But how much more should we be challenged to become a part of something that we I mean, uh, uh, how many really witness during this season? That's a challenge. Come on. Especially when you're non-confrontational, because when you go to witness, people are going to, to, to some folks are going to ignore you, but other folks are going to ask you questions that are going to challenge your relationship with Christ. And what more of a time when people are, are, are hard of being massaged and hard of being oh, 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 vulnerable because of the season. Because of the atmosphere. I mean, on your job, folks are trying to give. Folks are trying to do all those things. Why not take advantage of that time and give them something back? Give them something that could 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 not just monetarily uh, uh, be received and, and wear out. Why not give them something that's eternal? Look at Paul says in verse 5. He said, I was circumcised when I was 8 years old. Look at, listen, listen to his testimony. I was pure-blooded citizen of Israel and a member of the tribe of Benjamin and a real Hebrew if there was ever if if, if there ever was one. Uh, think about that. Look at look at look at what he's saying. I mean, he has all the workings uh, the perfection of 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 tradition of man he said i was a member of the pharisees now a lot of people don't know paul was a pharisee here's proof right here he said i was a member of the pharisees or the sandy and he was a part of the sanhedrin council he was i mean he had clout who demanded the strictest obedience to the jewish law tradition tradition think about this tradition of men I mean, we look at sometimes Christmas, and we we we've always talked about the commercialization. And I tell you, I, one of the best best scenes that I've seen was uh, of the uh, nativity scene was what was added. Sometimes we don't 
look at some things because we see it in one in light of one way but uh, in the yard of of, of 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 someone that 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 had put out the activity uh, for a while i i believe uh, they they had the, um the season right but didn't have the relationship but i tell you that the year that i went by and saw santa claus saw santa claus as a part of the nativity praying and bringing gifts to 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 jesus is what it was replicating now not my that now what what has transpired or what has changed or what now has been come a new focus is the fact that even santa claus need to bow but i always look at santa claus as as someone in red ligatars and uh and and a beard that really needs a job amen but when we when you but that's that's so let's look at verse six verse six says i was so uh, uh zealous zealous that i harshly persecuted i harshly persecuted the church and as and as for righteousness i obeyed the law without fault he said i once thought these things were valuable but now i consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. God, that's powerful. I mean, the things that he was doing, I mean, they were valuable to him. I mean, he did them with, 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 with precision, with, with expertise, I mean, in a professional manner. I mean, my goodness, Paul is saying that there's things that, how much more during this season? I mean, I, 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 I say this with all sincerity. Sometimes we really need to go back and really see what it is that Christ represents during this time. What his birth, that, that baby Jesus. I mean, uh, the, 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 the things that represent how we should function during this season. But let me tell you something. We have to recognize the season within the season. I'm going to talk a little bit about that next week. But I want to talk uh, uh, to, because we, we, like I said, we're only 13 days from for from Christmas and I want to 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 bring understanding that there are seasons within a season in other words there there's there's a, a, a personal season or season that God has put you on but there's seasons in and around you that you have become a part of because of the, for, for, uh, because of familiarity or uh, or because of things that that represents you being a part of because a, a, a relational uh, uh, um, uh, matters in terms of of how i mean i can't tell you uh, some of the things that you didn't realize or recognize as a result of who you become in somebody's life now they're relying on you to be that which was empty and void that which didn't exist now it has it, taken place and let me tell you something that that's what you have to be uh, uh, mindful of sometimes we're looking for people to be in our life during certain times to, uh, I mean, let me let me say it like this. Sometimes tragedy has taken place during this season, and people need. Some people want uh, to be left alone, but others want to be uh, a, a part of a relationship that's going to help them get through this time that would remind remind them of a tragedy or remind them of something that 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 transpired was not so good let me say this help them through that seasons but make sure you get what you need in the midst of that amen listen in verse eight uh, uh, uh 
uh, um, we have to uh, to recognize that there are things that you and I are going to to recognize that help us help others. And here Paul says, yes, everything else is worthless when compared with infinity value of of now let me let me let me say that let me say that there's things that you uh, uh, um, um, are looking uh, um, effortlessly toward and we're creating within our own life what it means to take on what God has now think about this when we take on what God has we have to take on the the, the value and it has to be effortless because what God wants us to know is what the value is in Christ Jesus, Lord. When we look at him, we have to look at what that means according to how he sees things. Now, let's, let, let's, let's go back up the, the, to, to the, the, the worth. He says, I consider it worthless because of what Christ has done think about that i consider them worthless because christ has done so what that means is we have to begin to look at what christ is doing because we need to base what we're doing according to where christ is or how he and christ are placed within it i'm, I'm telling you i'm 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 really excited about how God is is taking me to places where I need to be as a result of for what God knows that I need and how he creates within my 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 look. Look, look at look at part B of that. It says for he for his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage so that I could gain Christ. In other words, he took away he he took away from what his situation was where he i mean was had everything was provided everything i mean come on he was he, he he had status he had he had all those things but the thing that he put in perspective for oh my goodness the believer is that stuff was worthless after he gained knowledge of christ or the value of who christ oh now has become in his life and remember paul was the one that wrote second corinthians 5 17 where it says if any man be in christ he's a new creation all things have passed away behold all comes all things become what new ah uh, uh now this when we look at that we have to look at what he says I, he says, so that I could gain Christ, I had to look at everything else as garbage. I'm not trying to tell you to look at this season of, of, of giving and whatnot as garbage. I'm trying to tell you, use it as a valuable asset to gain, oh my goodness, gain the wherewithal to reach the loss. Let it be something that you can take and move or oh, move it in the place that it needs to be and it can take you oh my goodness to a new uh, uh, relationship in, in, in Christ look at look at that and and become one with with him he says look at this he says so that I could gain Christ and become one with 
him. I no longer count on my own righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, I become righteousness, uh, righteousness through faith in Christ. For God's way, for God's way of making us right with him, self, depends on faith. Let me say that again. For God's way of making us right with him depends on what? Faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. But let me tell you something. Our faith or how we live our life or the faith that we have have designated as our way of life has to be understood as a dependence that we should embrace because of the value that it has in the relationship with an internal God through Jesus. Look at verse 10. It says, I want you to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. Ah, what a, what, I mean, we talk about the birth of Christ, but, and, and then for Easter, we talk about the death of Christ. But how much more should we be looking at salvation during this time? And salvation, it, it, it coincides oh, with the death and the resurrection of Christ Jesus. So we have to look at this baby Jesus was, 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 was born. All that represents his relationship. I said that represents relationship. But the relationship is the beginning. Oh, I, I, let me, I'm, I'm almost done, but I need you to recognize this because I need to bring understanding to this. Because if you don't get anything, get this. There are things that God has set aside for you and I individually for our own good, for our own strengthening, for our own relationship. Are you with me? In other words, if you are saved, I mean, you've given your life to Christ, and the knowledge that you have of Christ should, oh my goodness, advance you in this season to be a blessing to the lost. To be a blessing to someone that, you know, I mean, there's there's times, I mean, just past Thanksgiving, we were able to give to um, give to some of the folks that uh, um, uh, uh, members of the church knew that needed help. And I mean, some of the, the things that we did, we went and provided them with 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 gift cards to go out and purchase the different things for 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 Thanksgiving. I mean, the love, the love that has I mean, uh, oh, th that they were overwhelmed with and how they respond. They received during the Thanksgiving season something that God, oh, my goodness, provided because it, it was a time of, of, of giving thanks. And how we gave thanks as a church, it was providing for those that was less fortunate or didn't have to give. And I'm telling you right now, we should be in a position where we're taking time to give. Oh, back to Christ through giving to those that are, are in need, especially salvation. Paul said, I want us to suffer with him, sharing in his death, so that one way or another, <laughs> we, I will experience the resurrection from the dead. And this is where we talk about the, the uh, uh, Paul putting things in perspective according to how we are one with him. We're one with Christ. 
I said we are one with Christ. And this is the best season to be one with Christ because being one with Christ gives us that ability to speak in the relationship of oneness. When you, I mean, people are looking at you and you're smiling and not frowning. People are looking at you and you're blessing and not cursing. They're, they're saying, my goodness, look at this person and what they, they represent. Look, I mean, uh, some people have called other people angels. You are, you are an angel from the Lord that have come and, 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 and become provision. That's the visitation that God is wanting to us to take, wanting us to be a part of or to take place in uh, uh, during this season. I tell you, I'm, I, I'm excited about what God is doing because when you look at what, what he's, he's wanting us to do, we have to uh, um, to take on the things that represent who God is, uh, uh, um, and I'm I'm telling you, uh, um, there's things that God wants us to provide for others, even when it's uncomfortable. Think about this. <laughs> I, I was I was really really you know I'm I'm off often thrown back because all the Scrooge <laughs> movies come out during this time or the Grinch that stole Christmas all these oh, I mean they're all lessons they're all things that that says you have to change you have to turn this thing around you can't become a, a, a sad sack during Christmas you got to be someone that gives and I mean y there's so many stories out there of how how this this person or, or, or that person uh, really has become sour as a result of, and you know, it always goes back to what has transpired, whether in their childhood or whether uh, uh, what Christmas was a was was a, a bad taste in in their mouth, and now it takes somebody that has relationship with God, somebody that knows what it means to give. Listen, believers are givers. I said believers are givers and you when you are a giver, you're going to take time to value your relationship with God and your time of giving because you want to bring glory to his name. What a mighty God we serve. Now, listen, I want to close with this because I want to bring uh, when we start talking about Paul and he's Paul says Paul Paul, Paul says uh, uh, in, in verse 12, he says, I don't mean to say that I have already attained these things or I have already reached this perfection in other words he said there's things that i've done and these things that i'm i'm working on he said they have not been perfected he says but watch this he says but i press on to possess that perfection for which christ jesus first possessed me now i want to want to close with this aspect of of our season or what we're looking at Christ to be in our life. Listen, Paul said, okay, there's things that I possess on my own. He said, I, I look, look, th there's things that I've accomplished, but they have become worthless or garbage. I said, they become worthless or garbage compared to what I've gained through my relationship with Christ. When I received Christ, all that became worthless. Now I see Christ. And when I see Christ, I'm looking at what I can, I can see in others that don't have Christ as well as those that do have Christ. 
what I want to be is what I need to be to everyone that I come in contact with, even to encourage them that are in Christ or to bring salvation to those that are not. He says, but one thing that I want to do is I want to press toward the mark of the high calling. I want to press. I want to push. I want to I want to possess Christ. But he says, I want to possess Christ because of what Christ had possessed in me or the influence that he had brought in my life. I want that influence now to become what I use to influence others. Yes. In other words, when you have Christ in your life, you're an influencer of godly things, eternal things. And what a what what a. Uh, awesome time during this season to be an influencer of the word of God to allow the word of God to be I mean don't allow the traditions of man to rob an opportunity where you can take this uh this word that Jesus was born that salvation might come to all the lost oh he's uh he, he's, he's 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 everything that this season needs for now because it's preparing us for where we're going and what we need to do in our time of preparation is to give what give back what christ has given to us which is salvation what a mighty god we serve listen we have to value that which christ has given to us i'm telling you right now everything else when we look back and we reflect we can't do anything about that yesterday but what do we have today we have Christ Jesus. And because we have Christ Jesus, we not only have what we have in him, but that which we can influence others makes all the difference in going forward. Paul says, my ambition was according to those things, and it meant anything. Being a Pharisee, being all that. But now what I can do is become something that is a blessing to others. Oh, come on, let's take time and pray. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come. And we ask your blessing upon God that season, this time. Lord, I pray that we will know without a shadow of doubt the things which is, which, which, Lord, oh, <laughs> when we look at all the things that we have, what we've accomplished, what it represents now, if it wasn't through you, Lord, it became nothing. Oh, not that it wasn't anything in the beginning, but now the value has shifted. It has changed. Now it becomes what we see in you. And Lord, I pray right now that what we see in you oh, is far greater. And Lord, allow that to be what our focus is this, uh, oh, this season. Lord, now I pray that this season will become such a, 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 a awesome opportunity to reach the lost to reach the lost. Lord, we love you. We say thank you by the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, there are many out there, and it might be you even listening right now, that you know that Christ is trying to put, oh, so much more in our life, uh, and you recognize it. There's a season that has been spoken for, spoken on behalf of that because of what the tradition of man. But how much more is a time where you can say, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to gain that understanding and, 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 and that value of knowing Christ? And I'm giving you an opportunity right now to uh, really have something that you can hold on to and value for eternal. So if you are out there and you want to 
accept Christ as Savior of your life, then I want you to repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I acknowledge my sins. I'm asking you, Lord, to forgive me of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. And I'm asking you to come into my heart. If you prayed that prayer, he did just that. He came into your heart, and now, the, the, oh, the relationship has just begun. And God wants you to, 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 to know his son, and he wants you to, to spend time. I, I recommend you read the Gospels, who talks about the relationship. It's a good time to read the book of Luke right now and talk about uh, 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 what we call Christmas, but it's talked about the birth of Christ. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. We love you. Let's take time to pray and close. Father, we right now bless your holy name. And Lord, I'm just so thankful that all the things that you've done, oh, in our lives and what you continue to do, Lord, as a result of what Jesus represents in each and every one of our lives. Lord, we take time to pray for our president and his family, God, all his cabinet staff. Oh, I pray, God, you will bless them. Lord, I pray for our military men and women. Lord, touch their lives. Move mightily upon their lives and rec- oh, bring recognition, God, uh, to who oh, and what you become in their lives, Lord. I pray, God, for our first responder. I pray, God, for all the things that are happening. Lord, I pray, God, that as, as we get our, our, so our, our many excited about what's taking place with this vaccine, I pray, God, for the old wisdom to be intertwined in that. And Lord, I pray, God, that the things that are needed, Lord, you, oh, will bring, God, an understanding of what that is. Lord, I pray for South Tacoma. Bless us, Lord, and we shall be blessed. We love you. We say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to find out more information about our church, give online, or just stay connected throughout the week, visit us on the web by clicking the link in the description. We look forward to being with you next week.